Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending September 16th, 2022. I'm Chris Kyle. Today I'm joined by Equity Portfolio Manager, Olga Bezrikov. Olga, it's a pleasure seeing you today. Thanks for joining us. Very nice to see you. Thank you. So volatility's back. We have a lot to touch on today. Maybe we'll start with more recent reports coming out of Europe in terms of inflation and economic sentiment. We'd love to hear your thoughts there to get us all up to speed. Absolutely. So in Europe, we got inflation data for France and the UK, with both measures easing down. In the UK, the CPI number was well below market consensus, which was admittedly very high at 10.2. This is suggesting that perhaps we might be seeing the peak in inflation in the region. While that is really positive, indicators of economic sentiment have showed fairly extreme pessimism. In Europe, the indicator came in close to levels we last saw in 2008, and in Germany, it is actually below these and almost at all-time lows. It is this concern around what high inflation, which we have continued to see in Europe, and persistent high inflation might mean for the economy that led to some of the heightened volatility in the equity markets. Let's segue over to U.S. soil. Obviously, we had the August inflation report, and that is impacting markets considerably, as well as creating a lot of concern for what the Fed is going to do next. I know that we had a blog post from Chief Investment Strategist Eric Ristabin earlier this week, but do you mind recapping and even expanding on some of that? Absolutely. So while the consumer price index for August in the U.S. did move lower and came in at 8.3% versus 8.5% in July, it was ahead of expectations. And market reaction did not seem to include any of glass half-full sentiment. The Nasdaq dropped by more than 5% on the day of the release, uh, experiencing the biggest down day since June 2020. And to your point, perhaps this week, given the focus on both the data and the significant market reaction, we can just take a couple of minutes to dig into the print and see what it might mean going forward. So what is really concerning is that there are some components of inflation that are proving to be stickier than initially expected. Specifically, the expectations in August were for inflation to cool in part due to commodity-linked components like energy and food coming off the boil. Now, while this did happen and we did see energy component of CPI come down in August with the help from lower gas prices, the rise in services, which includes shelter, continued unabated and surprised to the upside. This means that the core CPI, which excludes the more volatile components, rose higher than expected by 0.6% versus 0.4. Now, also 60% of CPI categories saw inflation, which suggests that it is both persistent and that it is broad. And with this, all eyes are now on the Fed's decision next week, with the odds of a larger hike of 100 basis points rising after the CPI release. What's also notable is that the producer price index release on Wednesday did little to ease the concerns around this entrenched inflation. We saw upside surprises on the core readings as well, and data continues to point to pricing pressures that, are, that businesses are facing and which are likely to translate to margin weakness going forward. These recent data releases have led to quite a lot of market volatility. And as you mentioned uh, in Eric's article, he explains that we are in the cross currents right now that are fairly uncommon, if not unprecedented, even though we have been saying that a lot over the last several years. Because the markets tend to be forward-looking and price in not only what is happening right now, but also expectations for the future, the current situation is just very uncertain. 
we can envision multiple potential scenarios of how the future unfolds, how inflation reacts, how the Fed's uh, policy impacts the economy. And all of those scenarios have a decent level of probability, which makes the central case much less convincing. Thank you. So what does this mean going forward? Any expectations for next week? Well, Chris, latest data suggests that the Fed will have to continue its aggressive hiking. This is causing a bit of repricing as the market expectations over the last couple of months were incorporating a potential dovish pivot should we see material hit to growth expectations. What we're seeing right now is that with inflation continuing to run hot and risks of it being more entrenched, uh, you know, coming to the forefront of the investors' minds, Financial markets are back to pricing in a continued hawkish policy by the Fed. This does raise probabilities of a Fed mistake, raising rates into a growth slowdown. And of course, that does mean that the probabilities of a recession in the U.S. are also rising. We should note that the domestic economy here is on more solid footing compared to places like Europe where we have seen more inflationary pressures persist due to the Russia-Ukraine war, and where we already are seeing some of those sentiment indicators near all-time lows, which is showing this extreme pessimism around future economic growth. So what should give investors at least some comfort is that while day-to-day -day the market moves have been very dramatic, like we have seen on Wednesday, um, but we are not seeing strong signs of panic across all asset classes. We're also not seeing significant rises in default rates, and the repricing that is happening is both normal, given what is going on, um, and also can provide opportunities for future returns. In these circumstances of great uncertainty, having a thoughtful strategic asset allocation and perhaps a process that helps one stick to it despite behavioral bias and distractions are probably among the, mo the most useful tools that an investor can have. Olga, thank you. A lot of watch points, um, a lot to be on the lookout for next week. I know that we do have a weekend right ahead of us, though, so I hope you can enjoy yourself. Thank you, as always, for the comments and to our listeners. Have a good weekend. Take care.